Well, good morning, everybody, or good morning for me on the Life of an Average Joe podcast. It's Brandon Navera. What's up? Guess what episode it is? You'll never believe it. You will never, well, you'll probably guess if you follow me. The episode is the email episode. I'm finally doing it. I mean, how long? <laughs> I think it's, oh man, I am, I need people to help me on so many levels, by the way. It has been almost a year. Oh my God, I shouldn't even admit that to anybody since I've done the emails. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm recording this episode a little bit different. I'm not in my studio. Um, Yes, I have a studio. Now it might be an at-home studio, but I have a studio. I'm moving on up in the world. And I'm not at the real studio that I go to sometimes. I'm just kind of hanging out. It's really nice outside, and we got some serious rain. Oh, my God. We're talking like downpour of epic proportions. They actually said either once in 100 years or once in 1,000 years, so it's just a matter of zeros um, for Texas. I mean, Dallas was flooded. I'm not kidding. If you, This is no exaggeration. You know what's crazy about Texas besides everything? It's like... The most extreme weather. I never thought about that when I moved here. I knew there was, you know, hurricane season and we might be affected by it. But where I am in Dallas or Texas, I'm so far north. It's not like being in Houston or or down there by Galveston or anything like that. It's, It's not that type of hurricane. And I know the tornadoes are an issue, obviously, because of where we're located. But when I moved here, I just never thought about how extreme the temperatures get in Texas. You go from like 100 days of over 100 with no rain. The ground is like the Sahara Desert. And I shouldn't really say that. China's going through a... uh, Don't get me started about this weather situation in the world. Anyway. um, To... The grass is just dead. They, they tell you not to water it except for once a week. And they usually hear they tell you during your trash pickup day. So whatever trash pickup day is, if you turn on your sprinklers, you got an hour. You got to do it before 10 a.m. And don't water after or water after 6 p.m. or something like that. If you are hand watering, you know, with the hose, you can do it more than one day but not for X amount of time. So they tell you to to do that. Well, who wants to water their weeds? So a lot of people, I mean, they still put water because again, the ground is so dry that it starts to separate from the house. It can cause you foundation problems. You have to have soaker hoses. I just didn't think about this, but we got this, we are making up for rain and allegedly there's supposed to be rain next week, allegedly. My lawn went from the Sahara Desert with some tumbleweeds to a flourishing rainforest of weeds and grass that I don't even know what kind it is. I can't even tell if it's grass, but it's green. I got to have the guys cut it. Anyway, that's what's been going on in Texas. But today, it's nice out. It's 78. Now, it's early in the morning, so that could explain it. So I'm just sitting outside. So if you hear some noise or whatever, it's not professional. I haven't edited my podcast. I'm going to be a meme. You better edit your podcast. People won't listen. Okay. Well, I'm not editing it today. Let's consider this unplugged. But I wanted to get to the emails. I'm excited about that. I got a lot. Now, I am not going to go through and read a year's worth of emails online or online on this podcast. That's boring. Nobody wants to hear that. 
But I do want to, I did pick a, a handful of them that I want to go through and read. Some older ones that I chose not to answer. And then some that recently came in over the last couple months. Now, I have to tell you, if you have emailed me at the life of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com, I've answered you. I may not have done it on the air, but I've responded and emailed you guys back unless it's a spam call, spam call, spam mail. It's not even spam mail. It's just spam or some ignorant comment or my favorite. I'm an Apple podcast promoter. Okay. for, For everybody who does anything related to podcasting and they're on any social media, especially Instagram, how many of those do you get a day? Oh, you got a follow from Apple Podcasts, but then you look at the spelling and it's like A-P-L-E pod separate dash cast. And you're like, here we go. And instantly they like probably your most recent post, your reel, your pick, whatever. And then they email you. How would you like to gain your following with just $10? I can give you 40K downloads. And you look at their profile and they've got 10 people following and they've got three pictures. How many of those you get? That is the new, your extended warranty is about to expire. Let me tell you about your new extended warranty or hi, I'm here to call about your car's extended warranty. That's what it is. I get those daily. And it doesn't matter if you delete the accounts or block it, they pop up. They just pop. It might as well be those awesome ones. (laughs) Those other ones that you get of girls, you know, half whatever. Oh my gosh, my friend said I'm ugly. What do you think? And then they send you a, a link. Hey, come chat with me on this. And it's some random link. And if you click on it, which I know some of you out there have, it takes you to some porn site or their OnlyFans. Probably not even their OnlyFans. Probably just some weird, corrupted Russian nude site where they steal all your information and fund their war. I mean, that's what happens. So I don't answer those emails, by the way. But everybody else, I have answered those emails. Like I said... I may not have been the best on getting this episode done, but I've answered those emails, so don't, don't judge. But today, if you guys want to email me, if you ever want to email me, ask me questions, you think you'd be a cool guest on the show and we could have a good conversation, um, you're looking for stickers, you want to get the new merch that's coming out, you want to be, be a sponsor? <laughs> um, you got to fight Groggy Dog for that, but no. Um, you want to find out what's happening. You want to, whatever, anything, ask me a question. Tell me I suck. Leave me a review, whatever. You can do that at the life of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the life of an average Joe podcast.com and sign up for the email list. Drop me a comment and question there. You can do all that. This coffee is delicious. Um, and, and I'll get back to you and I'm pretty good about it. I usually, once a week, I check my emails. Now, I may check them daily, but I respond once a week typically, unless it's urgent. So I will get back to you guys. But let's start off with the first one, okay? And a lot of these are short. I don't want to drag this out. I'm not going to give the email addresses of people. I listened to a podcast one day, and they were doing something similar. And the guy gave an email address <laughs> of the person that, sent the email and I'm like, bro, 
You know how many people are going to go out there and just blow this guy's email up now? Just because. But we'll start off with a fun one, okay? This comes from Kevin. I'm not going to say his last name. So, Kevin, I hope you you hear this. And by the way, sidebar, I do email the people back and let them know that I've answered their question on the show. So, I'm really good, man. This is probably why I'm tired, overwhelmed, and exhausted all the time. Because I don't think anybody else does that. Anybody that's on my level of podcasting. By that level, I mean like the step stool. Not the big ladder. So I'm getting to the big ladder. But anyway, Kevin asks, I hear you talk about comic books and Marvel mostly, as well as DC. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. What is your favorite Marvel character or DC character, and which company do you prefer? Well, Kevin, I picked this one because it's fun, and it's easy. If we're talking movies, Marvel, flat out, There's no argument. There just isn't an argument. Some people can sit there and say that they've looked at Marvel movies and said, hey, they've gone too cheesy. They've gone too little kids. They've gone Disney-fied. But let's not forget, without Disney, you don't have it. You don't. You have two movies that were part of the MCU before Disney took over, and that was the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk and the first Iron Man. After that, Disney owned it and those movies were great and they were starting to build a cinematic universe i mean we saw that in the incredible hawk we saw that post-credit scene with tony stark aka robert downey jr and they were starting to build that but they would have never got anywhere because marvel was on the verge of losing again because of their entities Disney's the one that brought Marvel back together. Disney's the one that bought Fox and said, we got our Marvel characters back. So as far as movies go, even though I don't like every movie or everything that Marvel puts out, Marvel. I've been, shockingly, this is going to surprise you, as I was growing up, Batman has been my favorite comic book character of all time. To this day, if you have Superman or Batman next to each other, I'm choosing Batman. I think Superman reminds me of Captain America, who bores me to tears. Now, that's not entirely true. It's probably the wrong statement. He doesn't bore me. Superman has had some amazing storylines. Same with Captain America. I don't like the Captain America that we witnessed in the first couple movies and how he was in the comic books. Yay, America. I'm a goody guy. I drink water. You know, like, I just don't like his... And even through some of the harshest stories that he's had, and he's had some great storylines, he's always been like the goody two-shoe. And I know you guys could pull up some references where he's not. But that's what he reminds me of. And that's what Superman reminds me of. But that's who they were supposed to be. Now, as they developed and and aged and got deeper into their stories and as times changed, they changed, but they still had to remain who they are at the core. So I've always liked, I've always liked Batman over over Superman. I think Batman has had some really cheesy moments. You've been along this long, you've had some really rough storylines and designs, but I choose Batman. But shockingly, when I look back at, at the comic books I had, it was Marvel more than, more than those. I had so many Batman comics, detective comics, and I same with Superman. 
You know, one of the greatest storylines in comic book history is the deaths of the death of Superman, and then the reign of the Superman. That one of the that is one of the greatest storylines that should have been made into a real good movie, not the pile of garbage Batman vs Superman that was out there. So, I don't know if that answered your question. I don't think it did. My favorite character now. When you like, if you're just looking at it from a comic book, I choose Marvel, I think, over everything because I, I think I'm so far gone on what's going on in DC on the comic books and all that that I just don't really, I can't pick them. As far as my favorite Marvel character, it's so tough. Uh, probably Daredevil right now. Uh, maybe just because I'm excited to see him on screen again. So I've been kind of reading some of his old comic books. Um, I mean, I didn't really like all the Iron Man comic books up until later. So uh, big Punisher fan, big Spider-Man fan. I love Miles. So I, th- I think that if, if that helps. Um, I like a lot of the villains over there too. Uh, Magneto is one of my favorite characters of all time. I mean, I know he kind of crosses both ends of the spectrum. But yeah, thanks, Kevin. Anytime you want to talk comic books or movies or whatever, you go ahead and email me, man. I will nerd out with you. I promise you that. Let's see what else we got here on this this list. We're going to go to a female. By the way, my audience, just to give you the ratio, was like 52% male and 47 or 40-something percent. It wasn't quite split. You know, there wasn't, you know what I mean? Because there was this weird 1% non-binary. I don't want to say that's weird, but I feel like somebody just didn't put who they were. But hey, if not, then whatever. I mean, is a Captain Marvel listening to me? So I want to go to the female. This is Laura. Laura. Where are you at, Laura? She didn't put where she's at. But her last name starts with an H. So if you track her down, be nice to her. Laura. It's a relationship question. That's what she puts. Relationship question. This should be fun. (sighs) Are you in a relationship? Based on your last several podcasts, I'm going to say no. I don't know what that means. That's rude. (laughs) Since your divorce, have you been in a relationship? And if not, how come? First off, are you asking me out? Just throwing that out there. Um, No, I'm not. And I don't know which episode you listen to. Actually, several. I mean, but no, I'm not. I'm not in a relationship. Um, since my divorce, have I been in a relationship? That's a funny question. Uh, no. <sighs> not really. Maybe, but kind of not, sort of. But most likely no. Yes, I don't know. Um... No, I'm not. No, I don't plan on it. Um, reason being is I'm too busy, to be honest with you. What am I going to do? Give somebody five minutes of my time? I know I always say you make time for what you want, and you do. Well, I am making time for what I want. I want to raise my son. I'll spend time with him in these younger years. I think it's super important. I think time flies by so fast that you miss a lot. Some people would argue and say maybe I 
spend not too much time. First off, anybody says I spend too much time with them, they they can just go ahead and unfollow me and step out of my life. Because um, I really don't need you there. I think you can, uh, some people might say I, that's all I do and, and, and you need a balance. I don't really care about those statements. I understand the argument, but I don't care. You only get so much time to spend with your children and it's a crucial time. They need their parents to be there. They need their parents to engage them in conversation They need their parents to engage them in imagination and playtime. They need their parents to jump on the floor and play whatever games they play. Uh, You know, board games. Uh, With us, it's cars, zombies, and who knows what else. They need that. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to to take an entire day and that's all you do. It's, It's not only good for the kids, it's good for you. They also need to see their parents... Do adult stuff. Hey, I can't play right now. I'm making dinner. Hey, I've got to clean the house. Today's dad, you know, dad mom, whatever. We've got chores to do. They need to be involved with that and they need to see the importance of that so they know that every day can't be that way. And I think you can do that. I think you can do that. I choose to really zone out with him on a regular basis, especially my, I mean, my day is off. Because those are my days off and I get to choose and do whatever I want. And if I choose to stay on the floor and build the most outlandish city with Legos and cars and action figures for four hours with my son, that's what I'm going to do. And and that's amazing because there's going to be one day he don't want to do that with me. I still get my stuff done. There's times I've had to stop and edit something or when I was writing, I had to stop and write Hey, I got to write for 40 minutes, 30 minutes, bud. You know, you still do that. You show, and then you talk to them about it. So yeah, you do get to pick and choose and get and make time for what you want. I don't want a relationship right now. I don't think that, and this has nothing to do with my divorce, by the way. I mean, maybe it does, but this is not like, oh, I'm still in the process of dealing with that. I mean, maybe I am subconsciously and mentally, I don't know. But I don't, it's not something on a daily basis I think about. So I just, I just don't think I'm there, man. Um, I work a lot. I do these shows. I've got my son. That takes up all my time. I haven't even hung out with my friends in a long time. I mean, a long time, you know? I know I'm meeting up uh, in a couple of weeks with Stuart from Trash Talk to, to catch up and we'll do some stuff for the show and then we'll, we'll have our coffee and talk. But I, I just haven't, you know, and it kind of sucks, but it's, it's also been a time thing. I did meet someone that was really awesome that I haven't really told anybody about a while ago. And she's awesome. We still remain in contact. Um, you know, just, just, just friends. And that was a situation where I could have seen that definitely if I was to be in a relationship, uh, with her for sure. That's not the case now. And that's a personal story that I definitely won't get into, but you know, 
we're good. We're not bad. We talk. I just talked to her today. Well, yesterday. So, no, I'm not. And I just don't feel like it. That answers your question, Laura. And if you, if, if you were asking me out, then you know, hey. No. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to another one, guys. By the way, Life of an Average Joe podcast at gmail.com. Drop those, drop those emails, man. Drop one now. You might get lucky. You might get lucky. I might see it and just be like, oh, that's a, that's a perfect question. All right. This is from Jazzy Cat. Jazzy Cat. Why do I sound like I'm about to get catfished? That's what it says at the bottom. Jazzy Cat. Okay, well, now people are going to Google you, man. Or girl. I don't even know. What podcast do you listen to? And what can you say to somebody who started a podcast and stopped a podcast? Well, I'm not a professional. So nobody take anything I say seriously. Um, what podcast do I listen to? Oh, dude, I listen to a ton of podcasts. And I'm behind on, on a lot of them. And a lot of my guests that I have on started because I was a fan of their podcast. Uh, example, we, I've got some recordings coming up. Uh, we, they might have already done them by the time uh, this drops. With the Notes McGoats podcast from Michigan. Yeah, those guys are awesome. I started listening to them. Oh, I feel like it's been an, for ages ago, well over a year. Um, because they're a music podcast. You know, they, they literally look at albums and they break them down, good or bad. And I'm not talking like what's come out in the last 10 years. I'm, and, and, and the way that they do it, They've done the holiday albums. They've done themed albums. They did kid friend. They did a freaking kids bop or the Wiggles album. Um, they go through every genre. And and these are some of these artists are people that they've never even listened to. I don't want to give away what we're what we're recording, but there is an album that I suggested, an artist I suggested. And I don't. Well, it, it may be out, but whatever that I suggested that they had never listened to. They might have heard of, that I don't remember, but they never listened to. And these guys do their due, due diligence on the artist and research, and yeah, it's great. I was on there for the Mumford & Sons album, um, Babel, and it was phenomenal to talk to these guys. They will actually be on my show in September. Later, we're doing a, an awesome music show about cover songs. So I'm excited to have them. That's one. The Wilson King podcast. I started listening to him a long time ago because it was, I just happened to catch this episode and I could tell it was just one of those sit down conversation episodes that got real deep. And it was right when the world was basically a mess. Now I know what you're saying. When is not But this was like the start of our downfall of civilization. Okay. <laughs> this was like middle of COVID, Trump on this side, Biden and everybody else on that side, masks, no mask. This was a nightmare. And I started listening to him. And I just got hooked. And then, lo and behold, I was on the show. He was on my show. That, a lot of these guests come from that. The AOK podcast, Nick Luck, who I continue to do all kinds of stuff with. You know, we are on Wisdom. I've been on his show. He's been on my show. He was just recently... Yeah, it, I think it'll no, it'll drop in a couple of weeks or may have dropped. No, let me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was just on a trash talk that we did for the second time, and it's because I've gotten to know who he is 
as a friend that we do all this stuff, but it started, well, it actually started on Soundwave, but it started when I listened to his podcast. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I, I just, my good buddy Chris, although he's kind of stepped out a little bit, I don't want to, I don't want to say that he is not doing the podcast thing anymore. He's just very focused family man. He's got a lot going on and he's out in Boston. Um, and, uh, front, I'm always say front steps. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry, Chris. You think I remember it, but it's front. Yeah, it is. It's for front stairs, part talk, front stairs, talk, front steps, talk, man. I'm a jerk but I'm going to tag the crap out of you. Um, He had really interesting stuff. I kind of dug his vibe because I felt like this is a guy I can go have a beer with. I can go hang out with, go watch a game with. We might be cheering for a different team. He's from Boston. I'm a a Red Wings fan. but um, And I like that he's a family dude. And I liked what he believed in. And he's a hard worker. And he put it out there and was real. We just started kicking it. I mean, I check in on him still. You know, like, hey, man, what's going on? You good? It's a guy I just, you know, he's a good dude. Front stairs talk, that's it. Um, And then I was on his show. I didn't get him on my show uh, because he got super busy, but if he ever wants to come on my show, he's always welcome. And there's some other ones, um, Thought in the Dark, um, I occasionally check in on the big boys, the Joe Rogans and stuff. Uh, the dude who plays the Punisher has got one. And uh, I check in on that. Um, I'm forgetting a lot. TMG, tell me something good with Travis Patton Sr. Again, another one that I just liked his vibe. We did an event for the National Podcast Association. And it was a podcast-a-thon. Like all day, live podcast. And that's when I kind of first started seeing him pop up over the course of the weeks prior. I watched his podcast. I liked his vibe. He started following me. We started following. I was like, man, I dig it. I dig it. I've been on his show. He's been on Trash Talk twice. He's yet to be on my show, and it's just my scheduling. It's not his fault. But we've become friends. And I think that's what makes a great podcast. So my second part of that, as I went down the rabbit hole and trailed off a little bit, my second part of that is what do you tell somebody who started a podcast, stopped and wants to get back into it? Look, I think it happens because one, I've said this time and time again, and I won't spend too much more time on it. This is a commitment. And a lot of people think because the way the world is now and the way, the way that they have made it easy for people to start a podcast. It doesn't mean that it's going to be successful, but they've made it easy for people to start a podcast. Is they can just do it. Oh, man, you know, me and my friends sit together, talk all the time. It'd be funny. People would love it. They'd love to listen to it. Okay, that might be true, but what's your target audience? What's your theme? Are you just, is it just going to be you two guys or girls just talking? And then they don't get the listenership or viewership, and then they don't know what to do. And then they're not making money like they thought they would or at all, and they quit. You know, most podcasts quit within the first 10 episodes. <laughs> even more quit within the first year. Well, not even more, but the vast majority of the podcasts quit in the first year. 
And then we forget about life. Because the vast majority of the people are working this day job. They're hustling. They're in the grind. They have families or girlfriends or other responsibilities. Most of the people that do podcasts don't just have that thing to do. Look, in a multiverse of madness, and I will continue to use that phrase till the day I die, if Luke was not around and it was just me, I could definitely commit to way more time, money, and effort into my shows, my content, and everything. More than I do now, and even though it might not seem that way to some of you, according to some of your emails, I put a lot into these shows. I put a lot into when I do it with Trash Talk. I put a lot into the promotional side of it and the support side of it, of my content. It is a grind and it is a hustle. And you have no idea how exhausting it is, which is why I record multiple shows ahead of time. Some people can't do that. Now, if you had to stop because of a family emergency, a medical emergency, or whatever, you got burned out and you want to start it up again, you have to ask yourself, why do I want to start it up again? Do I think that I'll enjoy it now? Is my situation better? Do I have better equipment? Do I have more to say? Am I changing my podcast? Look, if you can answer yes to a lot of those, is your passion back? Cool. But you also have to ask yourself, what do I do if I get burned again? How am I going to do this differently so I don't stop? Because the last thing you want to do is start up again, stop, and try to come back. You're going to lose all the momentum. You're going to lose your support. You're going to lose fans and all that. And it's brutal out there. (laughs) I mean, think about how many podcasts there are. Do you know that more people listen to podcasts than actually spend minutes on Netflix? I know what you're saying. I'm wrong and I'm lying, but I'm not. It's the truth. Think about that. When you look at how many minutes... And hours were watched when Stranger Things Season 4 dropped. And that overall, there are more podcasts being listened to. If you think you're going to be the next, and I keep using Joe Rogan as an example, you're probably not. And that's okay. But figure out what your goal is, what your target market is, what your, you know, what your purpose is, how you're going to do it, and, and stay on top of it. And the best thing I can say to anybody, get ahead of the game. Don't be recording week to week. I mean, if that's what works out for you and that's all you can do, I give you a lot of cheers because I can't do that. And I don't want to do that. That's exhausting. Get ahead of the game. So, yeah. Good questions. All right, guys, let's go to one more question here. And then um, we're going to wrap this up because I've got actually two more. Two more. I'll do two more. Because I have a negative one that I'm going to do at the end here, which I think is great. This is from Sam Winchester. No, just kidding. It's Sam, though. Hey, man, I like your show. I've been listening to you for the last six months. Sam, you the man. I've gone further than that, so please go back and listen to all of my episodes, even the cringe ones. I don't think I have a full cringe episode. I have some, though. I'm like, ugh. But anyway. Those are the earlier ones. Anyway, sorry, Sam. Six months. Thank you, man. That's awesome, dude. 
Where are you from, Sam? Where does it say? Why don't people tell me where they're from? Ugh. Could be one dude sending me 10 emails. That'd be creepy. It'd be like Silence of the Lamb stuff. You talk about music a lot. I want to know what music you're listening to today and what concerts you've been to recently. Is that what it said? Yeah, what concert? I haven't been to any concert recently, Sam. Uh, the last real big concert I went to was last year, Guns N' Roses. And the only, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, unless I'm forgetting something, and it's possible, but if I'm forgetting it, then it wasn't that big of a concert. Yeah, it was Guns N' Roses. I did an episode on that. It was just a fun episode. And that was uh, tickets I had bought prior to COVID. And then they had to cancel. And then I kept the ticket the entire time because they were coming back. And a year later, a year and a half later, they decided to come back. And I saw Guns N' Roses. And I, I think you've heard, I mean, maybe, depending on what episode you've been listening to. I'm not a big concert guy anymore. I just did the Edge Fest. Um, if you haven't checked out the Edge Fest episode, check it out. And I talk about just, again, how I love live music, but I just don't, the idea of spending a lot of money on concerts, the way that they've gotten expensive and, and all that, I'm just out. It's not to say that I won't go to a concert again. There's a couple people, like I want to go see Mumford & Sons again. He, he's got a solo gig coming up that I'm working on. Uh, Cody Jinks is another guy I'll go see anytime he comes, except he came recently to Dos Equis, uh, Pavilion in Dallas. It's an outdoor thing. And I just, I, it's not a venue I want to see him at. I want to see him at somewhere else, you know, Fort Worth or some of the smaller, even if it's a larger venue, a smaller venue. The outside, you know, 100 degree weather in Texas just sounds awful. I'm done with that. Um, He's got a a concert coming up at Trees with his rock band. You know, I might go see that. But then again, I got to drive down to Deep Ellum. And it's like every day someone gets shot down there. So, you know, I'll probably pass on that. There's some other bands, you know. Foo Fighters I was supposed to see on August 6th in Colorado. I'd bought tickets. I had them for a year. Never seen the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl ever. Missed him in everything. They're my bucket list. One of my favorite bands. And then Taylor Hawkins died. When Tyler passed away, I was like, ugh. Ugh, that sucks. And I don't know what's going to happen with Foo. You know, that's not something you bounce back from. You know, just replace somebody like that. So, as far as I can tell, it's Guns N' Roses. What music am I listening to nowadays? You know, a lot of random stuff. There's nobody specific... I've been I, I've been circulating quite a bit with the weekend. I love him. He is a insanely talented, gifted individual. I may not like every single song he does, and the way sometimes he does, it, the way he chooses to sing a song, um, or his vocals aren't always my favorite. But he is un. Believable the way his chemistry that he has with his album, if that makes any sense, the way that he reinvents himself, the stories he tells. You see the influences of Michael Jackson, the influences of Prince, the influences of 
Motown, as well as mixed with even Bruno Mars. Like, and I know what you're saying. Well, Bruno and him are kind of, you know, you know, same time. Not really. Bruno's been out a lot longer than The Weeknd has. The story behind The Weeknd, the, the lyrics, what those songs mean. When you hear those songs on the radio and you might be singing. Of course, I can't play half his stuff on the radio. But the ones that have been, quote unquote, radio friendly. And you're singing. You're jamming out to Blinding Lights. And you don't realize that's a song about a dude who's completely wasted, driving drunk to go see a girl. You know, it's not exactly radio friendly or you talk about there's drug use and in most of his songs and sex. And I, I think he's great. And I've been I've been circling back to him quite a bit. Different albums. Um, but I listen to a lot. Recently, uh, I've been going back to some bands that Bowie was into to kind of see where his influences come from. I've been going back some older than that, and you know, because I watched uh, Get On Up, the James Brown story with Chadwick Bosman. Finally, I never seen the whole thing. I realized that, and I don't even know if I had seen part of it. Um, but I wanted to see what Chadwick did in that, and he was amazing. It wasn't my favorite movie in that type of genre, but I thought he did a great job. Um, so I've been going back and listening to James Brown, some early James Brown. Checking out stuff like that. As far as nowadays, man, oh God, I gotta tell you. And 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 this, you know, they always say this when you, when somebody my age or close to my age makes this statement, but it's just true. Music's just not the same, man. And radio music sucks. And I think even even before when I listened to the radio a lot more, they were heading down that path of brain, you know, brainwash rotation where we're going to sit here and play the same 10 songs every hour. And that's just not something I was into, you know. That's just, I don't care how good a song is. I don't need to hear it 10 times. I mean, I've literally gone through like the four stations that are somewhat easy to swallow at times. And I've gone through and I've heard the one song. I'm like, oh, cool. And then I've gone to the other station and two songs later, it's that song. It's like they copy each other. So I don't listen to much radio at all. I usually have a podcast on in the car or my playlist or I'm on the phone because it's my downtime um, unless Luke's in the car. But these days, music's just not... I'm not saying there's not talented artists out there, but dude, the VMAs are coming up. And of course, by the time this airs, they'll already be on TV. And they were airing them on MTV, I guess, and Paramount+. Plus whatever um that's the video music awards so the channel that doesn't really show music anymore even though they kind of do now and at certain time it's weird mtv's format's strange i am shocked they're even around is going to do a video music awards and i looked at the guests on there and i think that they're awful I, it's not even that they're just not my thing. Minus Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Um, I want to see that. But it's not even that they're just not my thing and my genre. I can appreciate that. But it's the fact that I've seen some of these people before perform or heard their songs on the radio. And I'm like, this is crap. This is not. And I don't think that every artist has to be that that Prince, Bruno Mars, David Bowie, 
The Weeknd, Mumford & Sons, Epic, you know, Foo Fighters, that, that level. You have to have, you know, you have to have your, back in my day, Avril Lavigne's, although she's out again doing whatever. You have to have your up-and-comers, your Taylor Swift. But Taylor Swift now is getting to that, I mean, she's not old, guys, but she's getting to that thing where she picks and chooses whatever music she wants to do. She doesn't even have to make music anymore. And she's changing in her life. So she's not, T-Swift is not what she was five years ago. But, and how much is Dulipa going to come out with? I think Dulipa's fun and out of the pop side, I think she's gorgeous, but out of the pop side, I'd much rather listen to her than half the artists. It's going to get loud, guys. Garbage truck's coming. Um, but I'm not going back inside. This is great. The temperature has not gone up that much and there's a nice breeze. So you got to take advantage of this. Um, but how much more is she going to do in that pop side, you know? I just don't think it. Look, Nicki Minaj has got a new song out that's just garbage. It's just garbage. It's just a completely sampled James Brown or Rick James trash. It's like a Rick James Fergie. It's a ripoff. And I'm just kind of tired of hearing that. You know? I don't want to hear Cardi B anymore. I think Cardi B is an embarrassment. It's totally fine that she raps and talks about what she's done in her life. I don't care. But I think that she is an embarrassment. And the fact that I see 10-year-old girls, 9-year-old girls dancing and singing Cardi B's lyrics, that's a different conversation. That's what we want. And I see their parents being like, oh, look at them go. Okay. Well, I guess the world needs some more OnlyFans. You know? But yeah, I don't listen to much, man. There are guys like Post. Like, I love Posty's new album. I think Posty's great. I think what he does is great. I don't like everybody that he does music with. But I think he's awesome. Um... No, man, I don't know. I do. I don't. I don't. I gotta be honest with you. Like Lil Nas, I don't think he's talented at all. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't care what he is or isn't. I think he's a big, complete gimmick. I don't think anything he says is real. So no, I don't think he's talented. Do I? Do I think he has talent? Sure, but do I think he's talented? No, and that's two different things. You can have talent. But can you deliver all the time? I don't think he can. I think he's an overrated gimmick. So. All right, my final one, guys. This has gone on longer than I thought. I apologize because I rant. This is one of those rants. <laughs> I, got a, um, I got an email. This is interesting. From a guy. I mean, it could be a girl pretending to be a guy. I guess a girl could have the name. You know, I guess guess you can name anybody anything nowadays. Um, But it is a guy. I'm reading it just to make sure I had this correctly. Um, And it's interesting because it's long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Give me a background on this guy. And this guy in college worked for... He said his college radio station, but it wasn't on air... Sounds like behind the scenes all he did was try to get advertising. 
So he's in sales for a college radio station. That's fine. That's cool. But I'm going to tell you that as I read this, it came across as you worked in radio and you were giving me advice. First off, you don't have to work in radio or be a professional to give anybody advice. I take advice from anybody. I may not do it, but I'll listen and I appreciate advice from a lot of people because there's people that know things that I don't know. And there's people that I can give advice on on riding a bike and training to be in a bike race. And I've never been in a bike race because of just what I've read or what I think or opinions, you know. So this particular email was talking about advice and giving me a, a lengthy background. Tim... Well, he put Tim, yeah, no, he put Tim, I thought he put Timothy. Timothy sounds like a little kid, doesn't it? I mean, even, you know, it's a name, but whatever. Tim, Massachusetts Tim, so there you go, um, stated that my podcast has gone downhill, that he picked up my podcast on the Ireland episode That was a long time ago. And he really enjoyed it. And he really enjoyed the structure of the podcast. How I split it up in two parts. How I had a lot. And I was excited and giving great detail of the story. And that my storytelling has now become rushed. And gone downhill. And he thinks it's because I've run out of stories. And I've run out of ideas. And so that's why I'm now doing the lazy movie conversations, pop culture conversations, and music conversations. Well, pop culture and music go together, but okay. Because I run out of ideas and they're filler. That nobody wants another breakdown of a movie, especially Marvel, when he can go online and find a hundred other people that do the same thing. Okay. Hey, man, we're all entitled to our opinions. But he ends it, Tim, that I should have an end game. That's funny he used end game. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but if it's on purpose, touche. And end my podcast. Is this my ex? Um, okay, well, look, Tim, I'm going to address this. You are entitled to your opinion. That's great that you work for a radio station. Blah, you know, I'm happy for you. That sounds fun. Um, but you don't have to listen. If I've gone downhill, then that tells me you continue to listen. If I'm watching a show and it sucks, like when I watched Halo, I stopped watching it because I don't want to waste my time. You don't have to listen. So clearly there's still something you like about the show or you just want to hate. And that's okay too because it takes care of me. It keeps giving me downloads and money and thank you. Um, The reason that I have mixed in those shows, and I'm assuming you're talking about when I've talked about DC or we we did one about Civil War. We, the last movie show, the movie one I did was about Thor, the, the review, the breakdown when I had Nick Luck on there. I did do my most overrated movies and my most overrated TV films or TV shows. 
I do music because music has been a part of my life. I don't know which episodes you have listened to since or you stop. I, I don't know. It was kind of confusing. Did you stop on the Ireland one or that's when you start? You Oh, that's when you started. So I'm assuming you've heard me talk about concerts. You heard my concert series. You've heard music. You know I pick music in my intros. I'm going to talk about music because that's part of the life of an average Joe, just as those movies are. And I, I haven't run out of stories at 43 years old. Some stories just aren't even worth talking about. They're just my stories. And some stories I won't talk about because even though I get really personal on this podcast, some of those stories affect other people. And, I, and, and it's not fair for me to, to put those out there. Um, because even if I can change names and not give names and all that, you just never know. I'm not going to do it. Or I made a promise somebody to keep that to myself. So why would I ever tell it? Considering I have the month of September done... With, yes, guess what? There's a music episode in there. Um, I don't think I've run out of stories. Considering I have October's planned and one almost complete for October already, I haven't run out of stories. I change and I evolve because you can't do the same show all the time. Eventually, I'm going to run out of stories that are worth telling about my past and I have to start tying it into the future or the present. Being the life of an average Joe podcast is about my life. It's not always the past. Sometimes it's right now. And maybe as I picked up that microphone and put my headphones on, maybe that day I had to go off about gun control. Maybe next week... Or two weeks from now, I got to go off on accountability and talking about how society is throwing accountability out the window for their children, for themselves and everything. Maybe I got to give examples why, because that's what's happening right now in my life. If you think my storytelling's gotten rushed and lazy, sometimes I cut them stories short because guess what? If you haven't noticed, I tend to go off sometimes, ramble go down a rabbit hole. Sometimes it's because I want to. Sometimes it's just because I had too much coffee or I'm tired. So I set myself up to end the podcast at a certain time. And sometimes some of those short stories from an average Joe are just that, a 35-minute conversation done. It's not rushed. It's this is the length of the story and this is the quality. If I go any longer, I'm going to be like those series on Netflix where they could have ended it in four episodes. Instead, they dragged it out to eight. So that's great. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you don't like it, bro, find another one. Dip. I mean, I'm not mad. I mean... (laughs) Your criticism is fine. If I answered your question or if I, I don't even think it was a question, if I explained why, cool. If you still don't agree with me and you think I've just gone down and I need to come up with a Thanos snap to end this, then, man, that sucks. But I'll see you next time, dude. Good luck. Good luck in everything you do. I mean, what 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 do you want from me? You know, it's not that big of a deal. Move on. It's not like we have four podcasts to listen to and I'm one of the four and you're forced to listen to it because you're bored. You're trapped on an island. You're like, oh, God, I got to wake up and listen to the life of an average Joe again. I have no choices.
<laughs> we live in a world of excessive media. So many choices where people have like 37 options for food delivery all on their phone. They have 150 different streaming services that they pay for and they only watch 10, but they continue to pay for it because you know what? I do kind of like that. Really? You have a million podcasts out there, YouTube channels, TikTok videos, Instagram. Come on, dude. Change the channel, bro. Anyways, guys, thank you for all those emails. It's awesome. Continue to send those at the Life of an Average Show podcast at gmail.com, the Life of an Average Show podcast.com for the website. Shout out to Groggy Dog. Man, that you guys are rocking it. Thank you for that meeting. New merch coming up soon. Just had a meeting about it. Very excited. Very excited. Got a great guest coming up in a couple weeks. Got the Notes from the Goats guys coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, my God. Travis, we got to get you on here. Chris, we got to get you on here. But I really appreciate the support. I had to do the email episode, guys. I've been talking about it forever. Kind of give you a little break this week. Wow, it went longer than I thought. I probably could have shaved about 15 minutes off this podcast. But anyway, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Every Wednesday, new episode drops on all platforms. Don't forget to check out those podcasts that I named and mentioned. If I forgot you, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I just forgot. And I will tag everybody with links. Again, Trash Talk every Tuesday at 8 a.m. with Stuart Sachs. That's a fun show. And he is real good about keeping me in check on the minutes. It's about a 20 to 23-minute show. Sometimes we go a little bit longer. I think the one we did with Nick Luck ended up going like 50 minutes, but they always do with a guest every Tuesday at 8 a.m. See you guys.